Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Hey friends, it's June 4th. Tonight, we have two shows in Chattanooga at the Comedy Catch. We're celebrating T.J.'s birthday. So get in your helicopter and come on out. These are going to be epic shows. Later in the week, I'm headlining a fundraiser for the Alzheimer's Association. That's this Friday, June 7th at the Casino San Clemente. I posted details on our Cashing In with T.J. Facebook page. It'd be great to see some of the 12 and a half there supporting the cause. Uh, TJ this weekend will be in Appleton, Wisconsin at the Skyline Comedy Club. Find out more of his upcoming tour dates at tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And thanks for listening. Welcome back to Cashing In with TJ Miller. I'm Cash Levy, and I'm really excited about today's show. I actually flew to Alaska just to do the show. You know, a lot of times I fly to different uh, locations just to see how the other half lives. And I'm talking about the other 12 and a half. Uh, the half that's attached to the 12, as they say. In any event, um, I'm here to uh, to find someone to sit in on the show with me. And uh, as the show's starting, I can hear uh, a couple fighting in the alley below. And it's distracting me a little bit, but I'm just going to forge ahead because that's, uh, that's the kind of guy I am. You know, the show must go on. And uh, their argument really is less important than my show. That's how I feel because it's my show. Now they're yelling, and I think there might be some fisticuffs, maybe a brouhaha, maybe a melee or a Donnybrook. I'm not really sure uh, exactly what's going on. A small altercation might be breaking out. Hopefully they'll move it out into the street where uh, one of them might get hit by a car. In any event, it's exciting to be here. I'm doing my all-surprise episode. I'm doing the element of surprise episode. So whoever comes into my uh, hotel room, and uh, I'm going to surprise them. You know, a lot of surprise parties people think have to be attached to birthdays, but not anymore. Because I'm going to do my element of surprise parties, where if someone walks in, I just yell out surprise, and, uh, well, the element takes over. Anyway, just hanging out. Uh, I'm really excited. You know, Alaska's a great place. It's a lot of uh, stuffed bear. If you like stuffed bears, uh, you know, big giant stuffed bears, this place is for you. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, somebody's coming in. Surprise! Ah! Surprise! Oh! Oh! Surprise! Oh, oh. oh God! 
What the fuck are you doing in hey, my buddy. hotel room? Wait a second. TJ? Who the? Horton? What the? Where the? What the? Here's the? Who? Good God. TJ. You scared the dick right off of me, and then it found its way back up, and it reattached itself. I mean, I had no idea you were staying at the same hotel. Did this I sneak a, into your hotel room? room? Oh, this is your room? Oh, no, oh, wait. Oh, this works out. I, 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 uh, now I get it. What's happening? So when I travel, I use the pseudonym of Cash Levy oh. in hotel rooms. So that's my alias. So they must have given you that. This is great. Uh, it's good for your heart. I always scare Kate a lot. When you it's good for her. So you actually. Uh, I did it to her recently. So what you're saying is you actually. She was outside and she said, yeah, uh, you know, I'm going to, I want to see if the, the door works um, to be able to open it up. Is it a hotel? I said, sure. She goes, I'm going to go outside and I'm going to do that. And then if I knock, just open it up. Okay. And I said, okay. And then I got really close to the door. And it worked, and she opened it, and I was like, ah! And she just was like, ah! And I always tell her she should scare me more. It's good for your heart. Yeah, no, it's good. Back in the day, we used to be scared quite a few times. Not well, that's just what I've always birthday said. birthday party. So what are you doing no, here? No, well, I'll tell you in a second, but I got, that's what I've always said about... Are you uh, wearing a, a about, robe on top of another robe? Yeah, I, I'm going to the dual robe. You're double robing yeah, it? Yeah, the doble. Roblaros. <laughs> I learned that when you taught me Spanish. Yeah, it really took. It really took. Yeah. Yeah. So I can roll my R's. I can do all the things that you need to do uh, to wear a double robe. Yeah. Robe, I should say. Yeah. Robe. Uh, yeah. You know, if, in case robe. I become... Do you think there's ever been a Supreme Court justice that wore a robe and then just whipped it off and there's a second robe underneath? <laughs> just, as, as just an act of like defiance if the court the court disagrees with them. I mean, just Clarence Thomas every, just stands up, rips one robe off, and there's a robe underneath. Like a, white, <laughs> a white down robe or whatever. What do they call Not a down one. That would be, I don't know. The kind of, yeah. Terry Claw, the yeah, white Terry Claw. Yeah. He's like, wow, he like, wears more than one robe. We never and, knew. And he's just like, you know what? I've I been know, ready to be I'm, a justice my I'm, whole fucking life. I know. I, I'm, no, I knew I was going to lose this one, so I'm just going to sit back and relax. <laughs> um, I was going to say, uh, you know, no, you want to get your heart going. You want to get your heart going. Yes. You want to get your, uh, you know, I have a friend that was talking about swimming, and he you was like, "Get I, your heart going." You want to get? Like, your I don't nip- swim you for exercise. Get your nipples tingling. He said, "I, I don't. I don't swim for exercise." Because I, I never learned to swim. And I'm like, all the better, all the more reason to swim for exercise. What's better exercise than drowning? I mean, yeah. you know, this. No, than trying not to drown. Yeah, trying not to drown. I mean, those, those Titanic, those people on the Titanic really burned a lot of calories in that final, uh, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes. They really lost, cut some weight, cut some weight. They cut some weight. That's, what yeah. that's exactly right. It's good exercise. Yeah, we're doing our element of surprise show. It's a sad time show. in history, yeah. But yeah, yeah a- well, I think it's not too soon. It might, you know? be, too, it might be a a little too little, a lot too late. A lot too late. A lot too late for that joke. I um, we did the. I just wanted to kind of tell you about the element of surprise. A lot of people feel like you have to do surprise parties on birthdays, but for me, I just wanted to tell you the element of surprise is really important in sports. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what this is about. Just to kind of get you surprised by you breaking into my hotel room and then thinking it was yours, and then me surprising you by revealing. That this actually is my hotel room, and that you know it's important to uh, keep your opponents off balance in sports. So that's what the element of surprise is all about. You know, what's surprising is that I didn't listen to really any of that <laughs> because I was me. haunted. 
By what? By the imaginings of those final moments in those people's lives oh. as they just fell into the icy cold water. People yelling, women and children first. Some men assuredly pushing women and children out of the way to save their own lives, then later to be haunted by the image of a child they'd thrown yeah. out of a boat so they could stay alive. Just terrible, terrible thoughts. Just drowning people, screaming. This party. What year was it? What it was year was it? Such a great party, you know. They were on this. Is anyone still alive that was, was on the show? Deal. I don't know. I mean, I they they made a movie about it, and I think right. in the movie the girl is. There was one left or something. The the, the thing about it is the uh, people that that's the balloon loon. We have to talk about that. So okay, so I was walking. It's, but is are you doing these lectures about the element of surprise? Yeah, just lecturing and everybody. So you're surprising people. Into kind of having to listen to the lecture, and that's how yeah. you're using the element of surprise. Yeah, that's the element right there. Wow! So you're yeah. sort of you're. We're making shirts too. Yeah. Oh, you are. Yeah. yeah. Did they yeah. say anything on them, or are they just kind of Terry so the cloth, element of Terry surprise cloth shirts, just yeah, Terry just cloth <laughs> robe shirts, <laughs> just torso robes. That's all. Just upper just, t-tops. Just just upper leg tubes. Yeah, <laughs> for leg tubers. We call pants leg tubes, don't we? I'm, I'm, um, getting, a, I'm getting a lot of laughs so, lately on uh, uh, arms, elbows are just arm knees. Yeah, arm knees, and, uh, and <laughs> knees are just leg elbows. <laughs> that comes from the show, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we course. need to see the world differently, and that's what the show's all about. We talking to Jeff T-shirts available on Amazon. Yeah. dot com we, with no shipping information. <laughs> TJ and I were talking about. The time I performed in Fairbanks, Alaska, years ago, and uh, it, was, we're here, it was we're pretty. Say, we're here at uh, we're here Chilkoot Charlie's Coots, and um, that's uh, we're here doing two shows tonight, Thursday, two shows tomorrow, Friday, and then we're going to Fairbanks. And I didn't know anything about Fairbanks. I've been to. Yeah. So okay. I was telling TJ, I said, I almost considered maybe not doing this one because in Fairbanks years ago I was. I went out there and got eaten alive. Uh, I mean, it's it's a, it, it's a, you know when you perform in places where they don't normally have comedy. Say they have a comedy night at a bar, and you know uh, they're not used to knowing how to behave at a show, and you're very far from you know uh, civilization. Uh, sometimes things can go wrong. And I remember watching the headliner that week. This was when I was just starting comedy and just thinking, I don't ever want to set foot in the city again. She was getting, I was afraid for her safety. Wow. At the After the show, I remember her telling me that as she was on stage, she saw the vision of her dead relatives uh, motioning for her to join them in the afterlife. She told me that after really? the show. We were cracking up about how bad the show was. <laughs> just, That's how she described she it. She goes, she said, I saw all of my dead relatives and ancestors motioning towards me that it would be a better thing that I do to join so she them was pretty funny in the afterlife. In- she was really funny. I really li- liked her. And she was a really funny comedian. And she got eaten alive and so did I. And we both pretty much vowed we're not going back to Fairbanks. So anyway, I was but telling so TJ this story. So I was telling TJ this story. But I don't like to ever make decisions based on fear. Um, I feel like if I'm kind of afraid to do something, generally it's always better to just go ahead and do it. And um, so I told TJ when I heard about this gig, I want to come do it with him. I love Alaska. I'm going to do Fairbanks again. I'm not going to let you know fear dictate my decisions. Uh, you end up feeling better about yourself afterwards, regardless of what happens. Yeah, so I just made that story. Wrong, we're friends, right? You know. Yeah, and then I like working with with my with my but friend. You're right. and you're I just like knocking eating, out hot, tasty pods. 
But uh, it, it could be a tough one. So then we, we just had that conversation. Then TJ's phone rings, and it's his agent. And um, do you want to tell the rest of it? I do. I'm still – you really <laughs> fucked me in this Titanic thing because now I'm kind of wondering <laughs> how many people survived the Titanic. And here we got it. All right. There were about 700 survivors. Um, yikes. Seven, 700 out of yeah. thousands and thousands. Yeah. So – Thank you again for doing that. I mean, you've, uh, you've heard my story. I would have preferred I mean, that. I guess you don't know that I'm a big Titanic guy. Listen, That's my favorite movie. Well, and it hurts my feelings to think about it. I would prefer to have been one of the people that didn't make it on the Titanic than to have performed comedy on a cruise ship. <laughs> and if you don't know do what I'm well. talking about, go back to that episode. Oh, my God. That is... You ugh. know, um, because that was brutal. I would prefer to not have people coming up to me and then, after... Yeah. Uh, every night I, for I, a week. I thought it was great. Every night for a week, great. saying things like, "Ooh, that looked, that looked painful." <laughs> God, or, Jesus! Or, ouch! Uh, where do you think you lost him? Or uh, have you considered digging ditches? No, no. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean. So Cash just finishes kind of explaining to me. Look, you know, this place... Fairbanks. I'm like, I think it could be ugly. And, and I yeah. said, well, why? What do you think about the people here? And he said, you know, it's not that they're. They're not necessarily maybe the most educated or sophisticated, but I think that uh, they're good people up here. Uh, but they are maybe hiding from someone, running from the law, perhaps. <laughs> Some of them. And, Just uh, a few. All it takes is two or three. And let's be clear about that. In a show, I mean, four or five people can ruin a show. If they yell uh, out yeah. stuff or are too drunk, so it, we're not. I'm not talking about. about I'm not no, no, making no, a blanket is, statement hey, about all of. I, uh, I will. Yeah, I will. Okay. You're a little weird if you live out here and you're not from here. It's just a little strange the decision to kind of. And what happened with um, Brad, the guy that uh, is promoting these shows, he kind of. Um, and I thought this was very interesting and uh, and and a strange story by way of Minnesota. He was born in Minnesota, then he lived in Arkansas or something, and then he came out here for a morning radio job, and he said, I'm, I'm never going to stay out there, you know, and he, he wanted a bunch of money at the time. They said yes. And then he quit the radio show three years ago, and he's like, I would never. He was he was saying things like the lower 48. Yeah. Yeah. Here we have an yeah. Alaska transplant that liked yeah. it so much that was so surprised by it. He's a good guy, and, too. And yeah, yeah, he's a great guy, but he, and yet he still kind of was saying things like, well, I mean, yeah, you all in the uh, lower 48, you know, you're eating salmon from farms. They they shouldn't even, the FDA shouldn't even let people eat that. Who knows what's in there? You know, all these right. salmon is farmed. I said, yeah, right. was, sometimes that's the only, you know, well, o- I mean, option that we have that's yeah. healthy on a menu. And he says, well, yeah, but I mean, you know, that's that's the lower 48. And I just went, well, you know, we all can't be as lucky as the upper two. Because uh, all y'all in the upper two. two, you can just go catch salmon with your hands in the goddamn <laughs> river. Look, let me put this in perspective. Fist fight a bear for money. Yeah, let me put this in perspective. The uh, I thought reindeer was just something in a Dr. Seuss book, yeah, and uh, the people of Alaska have decided that not only is it a real animal, not a fictional animal from a Dr. Seuss book, but they're going to actually cook it and sell it as brats. And that's what we just ate. So they like have they, reindeer sausage. Yeah. And they had hot I didn't know reindeer, reindeer was a thing. I didn't know they actually had uh, those. Oh, no. They exist. And also... I think How are those different than deer? We should go ahead and tell everyone. I mean, I, I went with the 12 and a half to confront you about something that yeah. I think is kind of... kind of. It may mess with your worldview. Yeah. It may be a, sort of a 
a paradigm shift. Okay. 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 This is going to be an epic reindeer landscape change. Are you know. not from. The, I think I could better explain it in song. Okay. <clears throat> okay. There's Horton hears a who. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Blue fish, red fish, blue fish, green fish, you fish, mm-hmm. whatever. And then there's Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer yeah. had a very shiny nose. Anything? <laughs> uh, reindeer are not from a Dr. Seuss book. They're from Christmas. They're from Christmas. <laughs> I should know. I thought it was from the... Never to sing. <laughs> so wait, you're saying that no, because I was thinking more of the Grinch stole Christmas. There was a reindeer in that one. Yeah, the Grinch stole Christmas also. Grinch stole Christmas also is based on Christmas. Yeah, that's true. So the the, the, the reindeer sort of predate Doctor mm-hmm. Seuss okay, books, okay, but now okay. we see that Rudolph. you may think a lot of things are from Doctor Seuss books. <laughs> is that the case? Because well, we look, I know that's oh, where baseball. Also, I know that's where baseball came from. I think. <laughs> I gotta say though, I think. Uh, I guess now's the time that we break in. Because we're going to double back. We'll make our way around, do a 180, go for a little while. We're going to go through the side door, I think. I think we're going to go through the side door. Side door. And then yeah. we're going to back pedal. Yeah. And just um, really step back, back step. To then double back, triple forward, spin right around, uh, put our heads on our shoulders and our yeah. knees on our toes. Our heads are going to be on a say, swivel. Our, leg our heads are going to be on a swivel We're going to be swiveling head and dribbling bed. Yeah. We're going to be swiveling heads and dribbling in <laughs> we'll bed. Yeah. some heads. The um, double taps. We'll, double we'll be doing t- some double taps. We'll double tap the jingle jangle <laughs> to get rid of all the dribble dabbles. But you gotta, you got you to gotta have your head on a swivel <laughs> when you're in the podcasting <laughs> industry. Am I right? Yeah, because you know everybody loves somebody <laughs> in the podcast industry with the, uh, their head on a swivel because, you know, it's really, really good for the audio in terms of just being sort of, yeah. you know, a thing that is. That's what I. It's a little swivel do. It's a little swivel do. That's when I knew I was Kill never going to make it as a uh, you know in the military. When the, you hear you see movies where like hey, your head's going to have to be on a swivel. And how are you how are you going to how are you going to do that? How can you change what your head can be on? You can't put your head on a swivel. Maybe it's just a one eighty swiveling. Mm-hmm. They're just swiving their way back and forth. My head's more on a swifter. So we'll double back to yeah. talking about Fairbanks through the cyborg cy- cyborg through the cyborg door. <laughs> that has implications that have to do with the singularity. And, and I guess what we're going to do with this story? Grew we're going to give it a forehand smash. That's what we're going to give this gonna story. Do. That's yeah. exactly right. So tell them what happened. So, so uh, I grew a beard that's sort of big enough for um, just, you know, to look Alaskan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm afraid of these people. Yeah. So um, the reindeer sausage, by the way, was delicious. delicious. We went to uh, Red Umbrella. Yeah, reindeer and yeah. sausage. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool people. One guy yeah. super high. Yeah, just very mm-hmm. cool glasses. Very yeah. high, but he was cooking them up right. Yeah. And I had a hot link. Uh, really, no reason cashier. to eat anything else, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, I, I I would for sure go back there. And then this sort of freckly, spunky chick that was so cool and was like, "Hey, hi," um, you know. And they 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 were just wonderful people. And then we went and we ate the reindeer sausage in a park where there was either vagrants, drug dealers, drug users. And or, or all. And or all. 
but they were they were doing fist bumps with the park cops, you know, because marijuana is legal here. So yeah. Yeah. nobody really gives a good god hoot and holler. And it, it's reindeer weed. It's reindeer weed. Yeah. So it's got hot and spicy. It's got some horns to it, and you know it's got that Susian flavor to it, <laughs> that Doctor Susian flavor. Um, so we did that. But what I wanted to say is, you know, reindeer. Anyway, my joke was going to say like I know you think a lot of things were. I'm going to double back here, yeah, and just make my way crisscross, tippy toe. As long as you don't double tap, I'm grapevine in my way yeah. to make a full semicircle. To then complete as a complete circle. Yeah. Then take a unilateral, uh, accutational, permutational, osmosis-based shift <laughs> into saying, this was going to be my joke. <laughs> you, I was going to say, I know you think a lot of things come from Dr. Seuss, like yeah. reindeers, and, you, and then you said baseball, which was really yeah. funny. And then I was going to say, yeah, you know, baseball... Um, even fictitious things like the Yeti. Oh. Ugh, but now I think we should tell that story. I went back to the place where, if you if you go back to the episode, the Yeti, it was one of my favorite uh, experiences I've ever had in Alaska, just in terms of a story, um, in terms of going to get the Yeti sandwich. You want to and, paraphrase it real quick? Well, I can't remember it well enough. you got to go back to the episode, the Yeti. All I know is I went to get the Yeti sandwich, and they had none of the ingredients in the Yeti. And uh, and yet they were still calling it the Yeti. And the the end of the story was. Oh wait wait wait! So, so really everyone's like, you got to get the Yeti. You got to get the Yeti. There's less Yeti than there is was... Yeti. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like there's no Yeti left. Uh, you can't. How can you even call it the Yeti? They basically didn't even have the bread that wait, the so, Yeti would be served on. But so they everyone was like, you got to get the Yeti. Got to get the Yeti. Anchorage. Yeah, if you're in Anchorage, get the Yeti. And then you so went I go there over and there, there out of the ingredients. Every single thing on the Yeti, and I'm like, well, at this point, it's not the Yeti. Any longer, so I went back to that same place. So, and so you you never had a yeti. I've never, in, in my mind, I've never had a yeti. I've had something that they called the yeti with none of the yeti ingredients. They could have served me a plate, uh, just a paper uh, plate, uh, or a, and uh, said, just a steaming sack of bullshit. A sack of bullshit, right? A sack of bullshit, right? Yeah. And uh, and that would have been the same thing. They could have given me a hammer and a nail. And and that would have been the equivalent on, of what on I was rye. getting on yeah. rye, and that would have been as close to the yeti as I was going to get. So I went back there. To be fair, the though, whole real reason quick, I wanted to come back to Alaska, the, yeah. Just to be fair, I said to him, I said, "Yeah, well, you know, the cost of living here is not that bad." He goes, "No, no, it's pretty expensive. I mean, it's it's pretty bad." And Anchorage is kind of a like pricey city for being in in Alaska. But he said, you know, and some people are like, oh, you pay $12 for a bag of Doritos. Well, that those are the smaller towns. Those are the some more isolated villages. I was like, what are you talking about? But it's true that they have to ship everything up into these isolated villages. Mm-hmm. So things like a bag of Doritos are delicacies. Yeah. Cost $12. Yeah. And he says they drink beer. All those people there, they drink beer that are two years past the expiration date. Right. Speaking of Best Buy. Best Buy. Best yeah. best be bought right. in Anchorage, in not Anchorage. in the middle of fucking Alaska nowhere. So we went we so, went over to where they served the Eddie, yeah. and, and uh, that it's, is, it's it's closed down. It's a and, fucking And now brewery. it's a brewery. So it's, that upsets me. That really shows the change. In that the upsets time. me. What is the world coming to where I can't just get to Anchorage and get myself a Yeti finally? I mean, yeah, I want a big I was giant so to get the Yeti. furry sandwich right in my face. What, what, was it, what, what was in it? Do you remember? I don't remember. We have to listen to that episode because it's one of my favorite episodes. I will. Yeah, we'll listen so, to that. So, so, right so anyway, we're bed. taking a walk after we get past the Yeti place. 
the new, Cash and the I kind of climb under the bed and and with flashlights listen right. to the podcast. Yeah. And uh, when we're giggling too hard, our parents come in and go, "Hey, I, we said lights out at nine. We said lights out at nine. Sometimes I know they're coming because my head's on a swivel. There it is and from the three point line swish. Uh, so we get this call. This is so funny. From I my agent. This is amazing. So you had to go on the speakerphone. Yeah, afterwards. so I said I go on the speakerphone because I don't know, you know. And I, I go, all right, you're on. Because I it just, I don't know the nature of the call. And so I go, uh, so you're on um, earbuds. And he goes, you're not going to believe this. this is the craziest thing ever. And I'm thinking, oh, wow, maybe you heard that I'm the new voice of Pizza Hut. And I haven't yet because yeah. nobody out pizzas the hut. Um <laughs> And uh, and he goes no. So the Blue Loon, the place you're going to play in Fairbanks. And then he said something so insane that I was like, "Quiet, you, just stop." And let me put you on speaker. Cash has to hear this. He says, "TJ, this is Ryan. Uh, my agent at CA is great, Ryan Feriaduni." Um, he he just says, "So the Blue Loon, the place that you're supposed to." Uh, uh, performing in Fairbanks, it is currently on fire right now. <laughs> and you said somebody's having a good set. Yeah, yeah. no, and I, I think you could have said that at the time, but instead yeah. you were laughing so. Cassius explodes. We were just talking about Fairbanks being this broke dick. Well, the first thought place. was, you mean we don't have to go to Fairbanks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think both of us had a thought where we were like, whoa, cool, because we've had terrible travel weeks, months, whatever. And so I think both of us were like, okay, no show Two in Fairbanks flights. because it I was already down. thinking, I was thinking, so direct said, flight home? Yeah. So and you know, the first thing I thought, I thought it can't be, I couldn't have done it. Because at first I wondered, did I do it? Ha! And then I thought, no, I'm in Anchorage. It's not possible. It's not possible. I, so I'm not, I'm not. You've got an um, alibi. Yeah. Well, even you, for myself. You hired the people to bring it At first down, I yeah. suspected myself. Yes. And then I realized it couldn't have been me. It must have been the people that you hired yeah. two weeks ago oh, when shoot. you agreed to the thing. <laughs> so, um, so he said it's on fire right now as we speak. It's yeah. burning currently. <laughs> so as we're doing this podcast, the venue we're supposed to perform at on Saturday is burning, burning to the ground. Now, there's a lot of things to unpack here with this because, like, first of all, did someone not want us to perform there? Right. Is this some sort of strange is this sort of Fairbanksian? Like, because uh, if this is protest. a message, I didn't get it. Yeah, we're coming just the same. But because then are my says, YouTube clips that bad? Could be. Where could someone be was like, and, and did they mistime the burn? Because usually you'd burn it while we were performing. Yeah, right, exactly. Well, so, good. By the way, good thing we didn't perform there and then suddenly it caught on fire. That would have been real bad. But um, yeah, I kind of. Um, you know, so I thought. I also thought, okay, well, you know, it wouldn't be the worst thing to take that day off. And he said, no, but the guy, um, the guy has found a theater space. It's basically the same cap, but he said, I think we're going to do one show instead of two. So you guys are still going to perform and still all the same money. Um, I said, how's it the same? He goes, no, 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 the guy's a good dude. He said he's gonna he's gonna take the hit. You know, they only have one or two comedians come through a year and they've had a great experience with them. So they want you guys to have fun and uh, they've gotten good feedback. And so he's, he said he's going to make it right. You'll do one show, same money, same everything. And then you guys will be out of there. And you just both of us were like, how is it real that right now, as we are talking, 
you're you're hearing this later, but yeah. right now in this moment, yeah. the place we are to perform at on Saturday <laughs> is on fire. It is burning to the ground. There are fire engines and fire. Well, it's Fairbanks. There is a fire engine and a there, fire person. There is a person that lives across the street with a hose and a bucket and, and a whole lot of attitude, man. <laughs> um, so that just that kind of is a perfect story. Yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to forget you and I talking about that, and then Ryan calling and being like, "So the Blue Loon, it's on fire. It's no longer. Yeah, it's it's on fire. Oh, it's been doing really well lately. No, 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 no. It's right now the Red Loon. It's the Red Loon. It's soon to be the ashy, creamy <laughs> Black Loon. Black Loon. Formerly the Blue Loon, now the Black Loon. <laughs> now the Black Loon. Uh, the Blue Loon. We have to go over there either way. Oh, of course. Okay. We, it'll still be on fire. So no, but so, let's say it's out. It'll probably be out by then. It'll be two days. From yeah. Now. Think let's maybe. go over there and at least like just tell a couple jokes in the ashes. I love that. The in the ashes of Blue Loon. And just imagine what could have been. And I have a feeling my set at the Black Loon. Will be better than wherever we're going to go. <laughs> that would be amazing if that was the case. I mean, so we're going to see about that. But also, when I heard everything and had a, a beat to take and go, wait, wait a second. I was like, did they burn this thing down for the insurance money? Because that's known to happen. The website is not even HTML. It's still DOS. It's a pamphlet. It's a colon colon backslash DOS command. It's just ridiculous. A Commodore. It's a Commodore type reference. It's a it's a it's a pamphlet. It's a pamphlet. And yeah, so, yeah their website is a pamphlet that it's they tape to, the sc- to your computer screen. <laughs> and so I, um, you know, between that, like I wasn't even on the website to be able to get, and that he's so quick to be like, no, no, we're, we'll pay him, we'll take care of everything. In the midst of this tragedy, instead of saying, hey, I really need help about this. Um, and Ryan did say he sounded pretty butthurt. And, you know, that I I hate to I hate to hear the man's feeling really butthurt. So I, uh, you know, I thought that, that was really big of him. But if you think about it, the best time to burn down a business would be when we are supposed to be there. Like, they, they're basically saying, like, no, this was going to be a huge weekend for us. You know, we had a band tonight, band tomorrow night. TJ and Cash are coming in. This is huge. This is the hugest thing that could ever be. Why would we want to burn? Look at how much money I lost. I I had to put him in this theater, pay the theater extra money. I had to pay him money. I made this. There's all these things that are for the case that it was an accidental fire, not a purposeful one. So the mystery, the plot thickens. The plot thickens. Yes, it does. Um, the plot's you know, plot wasn't that thick at all. So the plot gets a little less thin. <laughs> Can we, uh, you know, we, we only have a few minutes here because I know the element of surprise show was very surprising, so you weren't quite ready for this. But Should do we you, surprise do you want to some maskers? Yeah, do you want to, well, do you want to, yeah. Actually, I want to tell a couple, we're going to skip over a few things. We usually do the uh, triple bangers, but let's let's skip over that for a second. I want to do a couple where were you's because uh, I have we're to just, tell you something. We're also just we're trying to bang. Up we're trying to bang. We're catching up. I want to tell you a few things that are happening in we're the We're banging uh, them out. Where I live. You know, I play with my kids on the Strand a lot. Uh, which is a path yeah. in Manhattan Beach. And we've been playing a lot of like hockey out there uh, and uh, and baseball. And we'll throw the ball around. Yeah. And invariably, um, anybody that's on a path 
anywhere in the world. I don't care if it's Chicago or wherever else. There's a lot of good paths around the country. I've noticed, I think people think that whatever they're doing on the path, that should supersede all of the things that are happening on the path. Yeah, so yeah, you have, so you have, you know, you have bicyclists yelling, "I'm on your left," you know, because like they want to get their workout in, and they're going to yell at some kids that and are it's playing for bicycling, right? Yeah, because it's bicycling for them, or a uh, uh, a scooter people, and someone will yell out at the person riding a scooter. Scooters aren't allowed down here, right? Everyone's yelling at each other. People can't seem to coexist. Like, this is for walking. Yeah, this is for, for walking. And anybody that has a dog thinks that it's perfectly okay for the dog to just take a shit in the middle of the path and then you clean it up with the the plastic bag over your hand but still leave uh mass quantities of it as i call it shit to do right right but that's perfect and your leash is so they say shit to do i say shit to do. your leash is so long do not yeah that the, pig. That the people say uh, thirty dollar pig. The people that are maybe rollerblading and they thirty dollar pig went to auction. The, only made eleven dollars when they sold right. the pig. The rollerblading people think that uh, it's, it's their path. Ninety four, right? They, they think it's their path, right? And um, they're upset with the people with the leashes. So everyone's mad at each other. Well, I'm experiencing this because I go down there and we don't have a park in front of our house. We have a beach and we have the path somewhere near our house. Right, and so. uh, but we're on towards the end of it. And you know, I think it's perfectly okay. The other thing that happens on the path is people want to touch the end of the path. They always want to go to the end. So even if you're playing a sport towards the end of a path, everyone wants to touch it, right? So anyway, that's that sets up what happens. And that's what happens is I'm having a lot of feuds with people because I play baseball down there with my kids and we throw you know the ball around. Sometimes it gets past us and sometimes it rolls over and you know maybe goes near somebody, right? Or we're playing hockey and people have to avoid us with their dogs, right? So invariably, once every day or two, one of them will say something to me. Now, I've started to get good at saying things back to them and, right. and but i've practice. made some enemies if you made some enemies. if you ever feel like you're not good at sort of retorting really quickly right. just get into more disputes yeah get you into a lot practice. of disputes and that's what i do right and uh, i'm having a lot of disputes with the baseball league i'm coaching i'm having a lot of disputes on the path and i'm having a lot of disputes like at the gym so uh, just because there's a lot of etiquette in the locker room, which uh, I, I get upset about, like I, like we've talked about, it. I don't need any news on in the locker room. It's a sports club. So I will unplug the TV and uh, pull the entire cable package out of the wall if I have to. OK, so I have a lot of disputes. In fact, I'll tell you this, TJ. I have so many disputes going on that um, if I were to be shot and I think it will happen at some point. As I'm dying, I'll think, who had the best motive? I mean, when I was a kid, there was a show called Dallas where there was a Who Shot JR episode where so many people had a motive. The person was dying, and you definitely were like, a lot of people had a reason to do this. That's my situation now, okay? Because here's one example. This lady on a skateboard stops on her skateboard, and she's like, and we're throwing the baseball, and she's like, this is a public area. You shouldn't be throwing your baseball down here. You could hurt somebody. I'm like, what? She said it again. I go, it's a public area? I go, I think you just made my point. A nice one. And she was like, he's, she's like, you could hurt somebody. I'm like, in your case, I think if the ball helped you or hit you, I think that might help the situation a little bit. Wow. And, and, and she's like, oh, that's real classy. You have no right to do this. You should go to a park somewhere. And I go, I'll tell you what I think you should do. I think you should never come back here. I go, people come down to the waterfront to enjoy the beauty of the waterfront, and you are darkening. You're darkening the view of everybody that's down here. I gave you have no right to come back. I want you to get out of here now. Really? And the problem is my kids are watching this. Yeah, but that's kind of cool. Now, she had a shirt on. It said something about Jesus. 
And she started to rip on me more about how I wasn't being polite. And I asked her what Jesus would do. And I said, I think Jesus would say, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then I told her, I think that she, she needs mental help. Really? And, uh, and the my, boys saw and, and my son was like, how come you said the thing about her needing mental help? I'm like, it's always a good closer. It, it gets because <laughs> it because the winner of the argument is the person that thinks about it for the longest. And can't no, sleep. Has the other person thinking? Yeah, it has about the it. other person thinking about it the longest. Yeah, if I can, like rat, they lost, the winner right. of any argument is I should have said this, uh, I shouldn't have said that. The winner the is the loser. person, right? The, the loser, loser is thinking is the, I should have said this. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, we're on the same page. I'm just saying it all the opposites. Yeah, you're saying yeah, yeah. basically saying the opposite of what I think is true. But um, no, you're th- I was you're not riled up. The opposite. I of felt what is yeah, true. exactly you're the opposite. Exactly the opposite of that. And anybody. But I have these disputes. So then the next day, we're on our scooter, and this guy just gives me the stink eye. He's like this sixty-five-year-old man. Usually, it's grumpy you old tell man. Him, Febreze those peepers. Well, he just he just eye. looked at me, and I just got out ahead of it. And Chance was on the scooter with me. We have an electric scooter. I was picked him up at school, and he gave me the stink eye. I'm like, "What are you looking at?" I'm like, "Keep walking." I'm serious. Keep walking. <laughs> I just like, yelled at him. Yeah. And Chance is like, "Why? Why did you do that?" I go, "Because he was about to say something, and sometimes <laughs> you got to cut him off before they even say anything. Like you have to, you have to." End the argument before it starts, right? So I'm getting in all these disputes, and someone said, well, I mean, you might think, here's the thing I wanted to say to the listeners here. I am not mean to people, and I don't get in these disputes because I'm I'm, uh, short or bald. Those aren't the reasons. Okay. The reasons I get in all these disputes with people is I think they are so often wrong, and it just burns me to not point it out. How can you be on a skateboard? You're, I don't know, a 45-year-old woman with a Jesus T-shirt and think we have no right to throw a baseball. I could just as easily say, why are skateboards down here? Are skateboards legal down here? I don't even know if they are. Like, how do you have a right to do that? The hypocrisy was too much for me to bear. So I had to basically insult her entire family and say she needed medical help. And, you know, what I think I, I said she was an you know, embarrassment to, to her that. family, too. Yeah. In fact, you got to say I always say that. I said, you're a real disappointment to your family. You, you, you and I haven't saying, even met them, saying but I'm certain the right, they're disappointed. It has nothing to do with yeah. being bald or short. Yeah. Uh, you know, all these things that, that it's a good lesson yeah. for your kids to see that you'll get out ahead of it. You'll, you know, and, and to say you're an embarrassment to your family. Uh, a lot of these things that you said, just just like really pointedly saying to a woman, yeah. you are darkening the beauty of yeah, the waterfront. Yeah. I, I think you might need to get need medical. medical. <laughs> yes, I think you might need medical attention. I knew you were gonna. I love it. No, it's true. I have too much. There's too much like of me. Like walk, I have so many disputes. It has to be me. It has to be my fault. No, it's, it's happening like once every three to four days. Yeah, where I have these incredibly vicious <laughs> sort of back and forth with people. Well, it's an ugly time in America, but also a lot of people are kind of really a bunch of bags of dicks, and. I don't know. There's just a lot of people who, um, you know, they never get told. She never has somebody be like, if anything, people are like, oh, sorry. Or they're like, um, well, is there supposed to be skateboarding? But so rarely does she have. And it's not going to change her yeah. at all. She's going to yeah. go home and go like, that guy was such a jerk. We could just as easily hit someone with our ball in the park. So the whole idea that you should be playing in the park. This is the park. And what a, right. This is a public place. It's a public she place. Said, but also she's skateboarding. She could run into somebody. She could fall off. Absolutely. Bed and the skateboard could hit a kid in the head. I mean, it's just. Why when you see kids playing street hockey? The Jesus thing, though, is such a clear. If you're wearing a shirt that says something about Jesus. Well, here's the weird thing she said back to me. What? She said, uh, 
She goes, oh, that's rich. She goes, when I said that, I go, I'm just asking myself, what would Jesus do? I think he would say, you need to get out of here or something like that. And she goes, and she goes, that's just rich. Maybe you should ask yourself what Rodney would do, but you don't know who Rodney is, do you? Now, I'll be honest, I, I don't know who Rodney is. What is she talking about? Rodney Dangerfield? I almost said that. I almost said that. Yeah. I got no respect, but I, I don't know. I didn't, ah, that that's what, I so what did she mean by that? I can't remember. That is the one part of the argument that she kind of won because I was thinking about it later. Rod, what? Well, do you know what she meant? About? About you just recounted the whole thing on yeah. the podcast. But is there a world she meant Rodney King who got beat what up? What would that have to do with anything? I have no idea. Because she wasn't a, a woman of, of any... She was just a white woman. Did, I don't know what she meant that by that. More, more likely for an entitled white woman to be like, what about somebody who got hurt? Someone like Rodney King. You know, who What would that have knows? to do with me playing baseball it with doesn't, the kids? It doesn't. What, what does it have to do with... Um, when it, when is a ball going to hit somebody more than like? Yeah. What is she talking about? Yeah, yeah. In any event, but you know what? I will say this: Chance throws a pretty wicked fastball. He does. We're throwing Wind the ball. Throws a better no one, one's been hit yeah. yet, so I don't really want to hear about like. It's just as likely I could get hit by a skateboard. It's just ridiculous. And there's so many. I just don't understand people. Where you see some kids playing street hockey. One of the things I'll often say to these people, like, so you don't you don't remember being a kid and having fun? Is that is, was it a long time ago for you that that ever happened? Did you ever have fun, or is this just a yeah, like? I often yeah, question like their unhappiness. Like I feel bad that you're this unhappy that you want to stop these kids from having fun playing basketball. But I guess they should just be sitting in a corner somewhere, just keep it in themselves. But yeah, <laughs> keep walking, keep walking, ah, keep walking. Yeah. And yeah. by the way, call your fucking psychiatrist. <laughs> I, uh, one last thing, and we got to get onto the maskers. We don't have that much time left, but one one other thing I wanted to talk to you about. Do you feel offended when, when somebody people... calls me a lesbian sewage pipe? Do no, you... I don't, and I never will. It Do doesn't you... matter to me. These are just words. These are just things. Words and on I screen love everybody. Sent to me every day. I, I love. Yeah, I love Do it. Do you feel offended when people say when when you're being just absolutely robbed? At, like it's usually at the airport where they say, "Would you like a receipt?" And you've just been charged. You know. I don't know, $9 for like a a candy bar or something? Because sometimes I'll say something a little sarcastic. I'll be like, no, I would prefer not to have a, a physical memento of, 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 you know, to bring back the memory of being ripped off this badly. Uh, you know. Yeah, they kind of have to say it. And yeah. You're kind of like, no, I don't, want, to say re- I don't want record I don't that want I didn't record have a choice was, to pay you more yeah, than I should have. Yeah. 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 A little bit. I don't really think about it that much. We have to do maskers. We I feel do. like when we we're much, in so little time. I feel like when when I'm in an airport, I'm just sort of being held hostage. It it's really weird. I'll eat things in an airport, and I'm not really hungry. I mean, There's gonna, just nothing yeah. to do. I'll like peruse electronics and buy a charger. Somehow being like, yeah. I'm going to need this. It's just yeah. so much time in these airports, and I yeah. also can't really go anywhere if I stay outside of the airline club for too long. People start being like. Hey, are you an actor? Today, some guy's like, uh, are you an actor? Movie. And I said, no, because I, I I, I'm a comedian. And he was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah. Are you an actor? No. Are you sure? Because you might have been acting without knowing it. Do you know that all of us have seen you on TV and in movies? Are you sure you're not an actor? That is such a weird thing to say. Are you sure? Uh, um, okay, so uh, that's the end of it. Are you an actor? No, yeah. that's the end of that conversation. Yeah, he can't even be like, I don't know, man. I'm pretty sure you're an actor. That's the same amount of insanity. Yeah, 
Yeah. That's true. And then he goes, no, you are, aren't you? Why did you just ask? You just asked me, are you an actor? I said, no. Then you go, are you sure? And I said, yeah. And he goes, no, you are, aren't you? What? That's such weird circular logic. And it's just me having gotten up at five in the morning, just trying to get on this next fucking plane in Portland to get to Anchorage, Alaska to play for the burned down blue loon. <laughs> the black loon. The black loon. <laughs> All right. The maskers. Um, TJ Miller says anything can be. This is ladies for pe- ladles for peace. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to follow this person. Zero followers, not anymore now, motherfucker. You got me. Ladles for peace. TJ Miller says anything can be a ladle if you put a handle on it, but Jack Nicholson says you can't handle the truth. Is the truth the one thing that can't be ladled? The truth? The truth being ladled? If you can't, listen. TJ Miller says anything can be a ladle if you put a handle on it. But Jack Nicholson says, you can't handle the truth. Is the truth the one thing that can't be ladled? So you can't make a ladle out of truth, is what he's saying, because you can't, you can't handle it. You can't put a handle on it. I mean, you wanna, I think we've ladled out a lot of truth on this show. Oh! I mean, you know what? I find this offensive. I mean, that's and pretty whoever, good. Whoever wrote that Ladles needs medical help. <laughs> I suggest you get therapy. I like medical help instead of medical attention. I like mental health. Yeah. Mental health yeah. aid. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird way to say it. But I love it, and I do have to say... Um, well, here's one. Jackson writes, once the space elevator... I would elevator- say the truth of the matter is there, no, there is no truth. Truth is sort of relative, and it's not even clear. Actually, it's been made clear that people don't care that much about truth. They care more about emotion. That's why America's in the position that it's in. And why well, globally we're kind of like freaking out, and so we're just making. But well, ne- check this Nietzsche out. was very once. You know, here's anti-truth. Jackson writes: Once the space elevator gets built, does the Earth become a ladle? The Earth is already a ladle. I mean, you have. Uh, what do you think the redwood trees are? They're the handles. They're the handles. And what do you hey, think? think about what it. do you think? Just let me ask you. There's a lot of water in these ladle. In this ladle, what do we you think? Earth. What do you think the Grand Canyon is? The, yeah, the ladle, the, the, the you know, not the, the handle, but the, the, the other part, the 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 the, the scooper, the, 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 the old scooper, the scooper, <laughs> scooper boots. Um, right? No, I think yeah, the uh, earth's already a ladle. Yeah, the earth's already a ladle because it's got hand, all kinds all of sorts handles. of handles. All, handles all, all shape, basketball sizes, players are ethnicity. all basketball players are handles. Everything. If you see a large group of basketball players walking through the airport, they're they, they should be in the circus. Yeah, they're, no, so they're, they're, t- they're so they're tall. They're so tall. They're such tall creatures. If you've are. ever seen, and so that's you know, a ladle. And, so you those know, are all ladles. Even the smaller creatures, all of us are. They make better ladles the than they earth. make basketball players. Yeah, we're all attached to the earth, and even when we're in the sky, we're coming back down to become a ladle again. So all of us are ladles. Yeah, there's so many different ladles. Well, we're all ladle handles. Yeah, and this earth is the Scooby part. The Grand Canyon being the most important Scooby part. But it's think of it. The Earth is filled with water and liquids. Yeah, it's already including, a, yeah. including diet. It's Dr. the ultimate Pepper. ladle. Yeah, Diet Mountain Dew. It's the best ladle ever created. You know, it's, until they find water on these other planets. No, we have the ultimate ladle. I think the Earth will always be the greatest ladle. Yeah, or as I call it, the gradle. <laughs> Boop, 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 boop,